The Now The Pot Report. Here's Hashish correspondent Kelly Catrera in a joint report with Chris Creston. Alrighty, we're getting our uh, third legalized marijuana pot shop, the bricks and mortar kind here in Toronto at 420. That's Saturday. Nova Cannabis will open where? Queen Street West, of course. Seems to be the street to do it on. Uh, we're joined now by Michelle Eaton, who's Vice President of Communications and Government Relations at the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi, thanks for having me, Kelly. The reason why we wanted to get you on is because the Ontario Chamber of Commerce released its report today. It's called uh, Supporting Ontario's Budding Cannabis Industry. It's a clever name. I like it. It's almost as good as the pot report. All the, all the puns. All the puns. <laughs> if you were to grade the province on how they're handling legalization so far, what grade would you give them? Listen, we are legalizing a product that's been illegal for uh, almost a century. So uh, there's going to be definitely bumps in the road, but I think the province is doing a pretty good job. Uh, we were supportive, highly supportive of the uh, private retail model. It's something we've advocated for at the Ontario Chamber. Uh, and we hope to see, uh, I mean, our report provide the comprehensive analysis of the Ontario recreational cannabis market and the role public policy can play to ensure that market remains competitive. So, so can I uh, assume that what you mean is you'd give them a, a pretty, pretty, pretty good mark? Uh, yeah, we're giving them a pretty good mark. I mean, there's still, still more work to be done, uh, but uh, we've just come out the gate and, you know, uh, next steps, uh, we hope that the the province moves forward to seize the economic opportunity eliminates the legal market and safeguards public health. Listen, Canada is the first G7 country to legalize recreational cannabis. We, we not only have an example here, or, but like, or an opportunity here, but an example to set worldwide. So people are going to be looking at us, right? In Ontario, we have, we have an advantage of taking, we can take advantage of Canada's first mover advantage. Uh, we're home to half of the licensed producers in Ontario. Of the 10,000 jobs in Canada, almost 6,000 of them are here in our province. And this is, this is going to be a multi-million dollar industry mm-hmm. uh, that Deloitte's saying uh, we can expect up to 150,000 cannabis-related jobs to emerge. So the potential is really clear, and we just need to take the right steps going forward to capitalize on it. Okay, so the Chamber of Commerce has made a couple of recommendations. Let's go through them. First is setting up private retail markets for success. What are you uh, saying here? Yeah, so I think a key thing here is for the next phase, um, because we we went through phase one, but for the next phase for the, the Alcohol Gaming Commission of Ontario to reopen the application process for prospective operators and proceed with a merit-based approach. As opposed to the lottery. Yeah, so we, we had a lot of feedback about the lottery. If, if you look at an example like in Kelowna, BC, um, they use a scoring card matrix that allows sitting planning staff to rank applications. Uh, the lottery, you know, we, we've seen the results and some of the stores weren't ready or prepared to open. So if you go to a merit-based approach, it gives us a more, opp- more opportunity to set up the retail uh, industry for success. And I think that's one of the, the key components of our recommendations. And how do you recommend that it, uh, we address this supply shortage? Supply shortage is something that's being felt right across Canada. So you're seeing store closures, reduced hours and pauses in allocations of licensing. Um, we, We'd like to see Health Canada invest in its capacity to license facilities at an accelerated rate while not compromising on the inspection process. Again, 
we're, we're legalizing a product that's been illegal for close to a century, so it, it's, there's going to be bumps in the path, uh, but uh, we hope to find some efficiencies in this process because it sounds like there's a lot of product that's raw and it's not making it to market. Another area Can I- uh, that are... Sorry. Can I just ask about this, and I'm not sure if you're going to get to this, is uh, it's it's under that same heading in your report, uh, developing a common excise stamp to allow producers to more effectively ship products. What's an excise stamp? An excise stamp, and I was just about to go there, so perfect. Our excise stamp uh, tells us that a product's legal or not, and that's how the government uh, can collect taxes on a product. Um, right now, though, the excise stamp stamp wasn't created to be adhered to a product um, uh, it, it has to be adhered manually. So you okay. can imagine this a laborious and costly process. And each province has their different stamp. So we're hoping to see the federal government, government move forward on a universal stamp for the, the country um, to, to find some efficiencies when you're taking product from raw to uh, getting it to the end consumer. Because if we're not able to get it to the consumer, people are going to go back to the, the legal market. Oh, they're already at the legal you market. Know? Yeah. And it, yeah, and the thing is, it's like, okay, well, we have such a great opportunity here, but we have to make it, the balance between public safety, consumer demand and preference and getting it to them in a way that makes sense is, is really going to be key. Michelle, October the 17th, this fall, speaking of uh, getting ready for things and getting it right, um, the regulations around edibles will come into effect, and that's going to be a big deal. We talk about it quite a bit on the show. Tends to, that's going to be a female market women will be going towards those edibles. People that don't want to vape will be um, more lured by the idea of edibles. What are you recommending that Ontario do? Well, listen, listen there's a couple area, a couple of recommendations we have for edibles. Uh, and if you look at Colorado, for example, they had some high high uh, profile uh, overdose cases, even including children. So public ed- education is going to be really key because it metabolizes different in the body. Um, and then kind of balancing that, that balancing act, again, I'll go back to that, between public health and safety and consumer choice and demand. There's various debates about what, how the packaging should be laid out and, you know, how should it come to consumers. But balancing what consumers want so they don't go back to the black market and, um, and uh, making it safe. So having the, making sure that the product is, is tamper-proof for children um, will be key. And then as well... Uh, you know, another area that we've, we've, we've put in the report is the idea of cannabis lounges, um, something that the government, as they move forward with their tourism strategy, might be a nice way to educate the pump public mm-hmm. and, um, and promote uh, the recreational cannabis industry in Canada. So, Michelle, uh, your report, it goes directly to the government? Uh, the, the reports have been shared with both the provincial and federal governments. Any feedback? Um, the great feedback uh, uh, in our conversations with the province, uh, some areas where we can move forward, I think, uh, and we value working with all levels of government to make sound public policy that makes sense, common, common sense public policy, and we look forward to continuing, work, continuing to work with the province and the private sector to as we move forward and as this unfolds. Some people, you know, can the the recreational cannabis industry is, is flying the plane as you're building it. Right. Um, so it's a very interesting time. It's you can see why there's some mid-air accidents then. Yeah, and, and listen, we'll get there. Uh, and as long as, uh, you know, we continue working closely together, industry, entrepreneurs, investors, government, uh, uh, the closer we work together, uh, the better the outcomes will be.
All right. I appreciate your time today, Michelle. Thanks so much for being here. Okay. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers.